0: Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's.
1: And Bobby Nardella jumps up to get the play and a shot. Here they score. Connor Brown lets it go on a feed from Bobby Nardella and Washington is on the board here in Philadelphia. Welcome to D.C. Connor Brown. It's 1-0 Washington. Coming across into the Washington zone, the Capitals will clear it away and that is going to do it as the Flyers come back into their zone. Good morning, good afternoon and good night Philadelphia. The Capitals with their first win of the preseason taking down the Flyers. Final score, 3-1. to one.
0: This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7.
1: The Capitals take down the Flyers for preseason win number one. Tariq El-Bashir back with us today to talk defense and the penalty kill. And back to Arlington today... Off to Detroit and Columbus tomorrow. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, September 29th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. It was maybe a little bit of a slow start offensively for the Capitals, but that evaporated very quickly. A dominant second period and a stifling third. The Capitals with a 3-1 win last night over the Philadelphia Flyers at Wells Fargo Center, their first win of the preseason Connor Brown with his first goal in the uniform that came in the second period at five on five Dylan Strome ended up with two goals last night power play marker in the second and a goal late in the third that put it on ice and a two assist game for Bobby Nardella as well as Charlie Lindgren picked up the win 13 shots 13 saves through two periods of work Ben this was a fun one to watch last night and a lot of good things that you can take from this one, I thought, as well.
2: Yeah, I think the storyline in this one, from a Capitals perspective, the play of the newcomers. When we spoke ahead of last night's game in Philadelphia, we were talking about the preseason debuts in Capitals colors of the aforementioned Strom and Brown and Lindgren. And they, among others, showed themselves very well. Stroman Brown combining to find the back of the net, accounting for all three goals. And Charlie Lindgren as well. Wasn't tested a whole lot early on in the first period, but when the Flyers started to come in waves, more so late in the second period, thought Lindgren showed himself very well. Some big stops in close. So good on the new guys. First impression, preseason play, all three of them showing themselves very well.
1: Let's talk a little bit more about Dylan Strom, because this is a guy who is undoubtedly going to be in the top six. He gets the power play goal. This is a spot, too, where I feel we're going to see him, maybe even on power play one. We have seen that throughout camp. So to see him come through and remembering that he had those 22 goals last year, this is a guy with a nose for the net, and I thought we saw that on display last night.
2: Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see where he ultimately plays on the power play as far as positionally. I think he's acknowledged, you know, maybe a little bit down low, maybe sort of below the goal line around the net. We saw him last night in Philadelphia, a little bit more of the half wall. You know, He scored from the right face-off circle, but I think his position on that power play, he's got a knack for the net, a nose for the net, whether in the bumper spot, whether below the goal line. I think he gives Peter Laviolette and the coaching staff options as far as the power play, but certainly a guy who has that ability to find the back of the net and to create, and a guy who himself has acknowledged Dylan Strome, Oh, maybe playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, again, given the way things unfolded, given that he wasn't brought back to Chicago. I think he's pretty hungry here with his one-year deal to make the most of it, and certainly he'll get the opportunities in the top six and on special teams as well.
1: You were talking about the new guys, and Connor Brown ends up with that goal in the second period. Broke with at the time was a scoreless tie, and then he ends up assisting on what was a 2-on-0 you're not going to get in the regular season. It was a complete defensive breakdown by the Flyers, and Strome scores from Brown late in the third to put the game on ice. But I, I do like to see that combination, see Brown working with Strome. I don't know if that's something we're going to see in a regular season or not. Right now, I think you're going to see Brown helping out on the number one line. But we saw a lot of good things from Connor Brown last night. He is hard on pucks. He goes to fight for them. He has some scoring touch. He's... Happy to get the primary assist as well and leading to Dylan Strom's second. So I thought this is a guy who's going to be 1RW on this team on opening night. It was pretty encouraging to watch last night.
2: Yeah, I think there's a lot of elements to Connor Brown's game. I'm looking forward to seeing him on a nightly basis, and I think Capitals fans should be excited to watch him too. Not necessarily you know, a 30-goal score, that type of player, but just as far as a player who... You know, he's going to work his behind off as far as what we're being told, as far as how he comes as advertised. A guy who could scoot, who could move, you know, swipes pucks from the opposition, creates for his teammates. And from what I understand, could be a handful to play against. And I think that sort of bulldog mentality could bode well riding shotgun with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov if that is ultimately where Connor Brown finds himself potentially to start the season. But again, another guy who could sort of slide up and down your depth chart, a guy who's versatile, a guy who will see time on the penalty kill, played a whole lot of shorthanded ice time with the Ottawa Senators last year. And I think a guy who, again, will check a lot of boxes and should be a fun watch. Very easy on the eyes as far as the speed and the ability to create and find his teammates.
1: On the show tomorrow, Peter Laviolette is going to join me. I'm going to talk with him later this morning at MedStar Capital's IcePlex in his office. And one of the guys... I want to ask him about is Bobby Nardella. Not because I expect him to make the team. I do not. But what I saw last night in the second period, Ben, I saw a player I thought gained confidence right in front of us. He had a very nice offensive year in Hershey last year, coming out of Notre Dame, a couple of seasons in the pros now. And you could almost see when he was given the opportunity last night to be on the power play. He's done that at the AHL level. But last night he got the chance to do it in an NHL preseason game, and I thought that's the best we've seen him. And to get a couple of assists, he assisted on the Brown goal, and then he was on the power play, assist on Strom's shortly thereafter. And I thought he was just flying around after that. I just want to ask the coach, not because I expect him to be here now, but you're, put, you're planting seeds for later, and you want to at least show the best you can when given the opportunity And if you need a guy at some point during the season, if a couple of D-men get nicked up, you're not doing this necessarily for opening night. You're doing it for maybe some point later in the season. I thought Bobby Nardella was really good last night.
2: Yeah, and I think you're bang on, and I'm sure Peter Laviolette will sort of echo that thought when you chat with him later today. Just that everyone's competing for something, as we've acknowledged, and even if it's really an outside chance, a remote chance to make the opening night lineup. to your point, Uh, You're playing for something maybe down the line. You're trying to create uh, a lasting memory for the coaching staff and management that, hey, come November, come December, January, perhaps midpoint in the regular season, you know, maybe injuries, maybe illness, maybe you need a last-minute call-up. You know, somebody who's at least trying to put himself in the mix, in the conversation, on the radar— and certainly a very strong impression that was left by Bobby Nardella after last night's game, and at the very least, I'm sure earned himself another look here in preseason play. Keep in mind, the Bears opening training camp coming up this weekend, an on-ice session next Monday for the first time. Uh, Nardella is the type of player who I imagine wants to stick around here for as long as he can in the preseason, and certainly making that strong impression last night should go a long way and at least potentially earning another opportunity here in exhibition play.
1: So, final score last night, 3-1. to one. Capitals win for the first time in two tries on the preseason, and they now head to Detroit tomorrow. Yesterday here on the show, we talked to Tariq El-Bashir about the forwards on the team and where they might slot in. Today, he returns to talk about the defense and the penalty kill and perhaps a lack of any real drama on roster spots there with opening night now less than two weeks away. Switching gears to defense, where things are a little more stable, you've got the five back from last year, plus Eric Gustafson, who figures to be the replacement for Justin Schultz. He's been skating with Van Riemsdyk. Do we pretty much know who the six are going to be here, and is all that's really left to determine is who are the depth guys that might hang around?
0: Yes. Again, I, as a member of the media, you're always trying to make—not not hype things up, but you want people to be interested— there's not a whole lot of intrigue to this camp. And I feel like I've said that a number I feel like I've said that a number of years here. I mean the guys they signed in the offseason are gonna be on the team. Eric Gustafson is one of those guys. He's gonna be the third pair defense on the left side of Trevor Van like We've known that since he was signed. They kind of told us that when he was signed. Nothing has changed. And that's an advantage. I mean, it's the same coaching staff. It's five of the six D are coming back. So there's some built-in chemistry. These guys already know how to play the system. You know, The only guy who has to get the to speed is, is Gustafson, and he's been around for a long time. He even knows TVR from their days in Chicago. So there's, there's a comfort level built in there. There's a little, I am a little curious to see who's going to be the seven and maybe eight. There was some hype and some Corners on Lucas Johansson. I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's, based on the lines, you know, I'm not in the coach's room, based on what I'm seeing in practice, it doesn't look like he's really in that conversation right now, which is a little surprising to me. Uh, Matt Irwin, 34 year old, who's been with Peter Lavillette before, he was on this team last year. There is an art form to sitting out 25 straight games and then getting thrown in and saying, you gotta play 14 minutes and I knew here's what you gotta do. It's hard to do, that's a hard thing. But he's a professional, he's been doing that role for a long time. I kinda feel like he's in the catbird seat because he's done it and they can trust him and there's no question marks to, as to whether he can do it. Alex Alexiev is still hurt. They still have high hope for him, but you know he's, he had shoulder surgery over the summer and is working his way back. So, yeah, I, I do think there is a pointed lack of intrigue, even on the back end. And don't get me started on goal. I mean, we clearly know who those two guys are. So
1: Yeah, no question who those guys are going to be come opening night. One D that we didn't talk about with Vincent Iorio yeah. and a guy who... Much like your thoughts on Hendricks, Luck, Pierre, go down, yeah. light it up in Hershey, cook down there. But if you need a right-handed D to come up, yeah. he's probably the guy at some point. I think we see him here, but probably not out of camp.
0: He's your fourth best right-right shot defenseman right now, without a doubt. If there is an injury, you don't you, obviously you don't want to see any injuries, but there it one always pops up. Unless you want to slide, move guys around and have them playing on the wrong side, I think depending on what the matchup is and how Vincent progresses here, likely starting in Hershey, I think. He He's your call-up. And D is a lot like goalie. You know, forwards, they kind of, those top guys come in basically ready to play at the pro level. Not Maybe not the NHL level, but they can. their game translates a little more. D is a little more, they're more layers of sophistication to knowing where to be and what things to read and what you don't need to pay attention to. And strength is another big thing. I mean, you know, try to move Milan Lucic out of the crease. I mean, there's some heavy dudes. Iori's a big guy. He's strong. But he's still... He, You know, you look at him, you're like, that's a great, good frame, but there's still some big boy strength that has to kind of kick in here, and that will for him in the next few years. He's what, 2002 born, right? I mean, he's he's a young man who's going to continue to get better. So I do think that he's going to see a game or two, maybe more depending on how you know things shake out. But like LaPierre, like you said, he, he's got to go down. He's got to learn how to be a pro. He's got to get comfortable playing at pace. And the AHL is a good league. It's a good spot for a 20-year-old, too, because they're not going to get total those top Twenty-year-olds, they're not going to totally get overwhelmed by the skill and everything, um, but it's kind of like a good stepping stone. It's it's a good kind of next step between junior top level junior in in the you know the Canadian junior major junior, and getting to the NHL. So if all things go well, he goes down there. He plays twenty-five minutes a night on the power play, on the penalty kill, probably more on the penalty kill than the power play. Plays against other teams' top pairs. Uh, top lines in all situations, and then come January,
1: February, maybe he's in line for a call-up. One last thought. This is a team thing. Penalty kill. A little bit of a change in the offseason. Scott Arneal moves on to Winnipeg. Scott Allen, a head coach of the Bears, now an assistant coach here. He was an assistant coach in Arizona when that penalty kill was above 90%, was the best in the league a few years ago under Rick Tockett, and now he brings that to D.C., where this is a very aggressive style of PK that will be a little bit different this year.
0: Yeah, you know, not having Carl Hagelin is a bit of a blow. I mean, he is a he is a specialist. When you think of the the great penalty killers in this league, you think of Carl Hagelin. And that said, they've got some other really really good players that can skate shorthanded. A little, <laughs> this isn't anything about the PK, but the my I don't know Scott Allen very well, but I was at the Capital One Arena. Is the, This accent related? This is not accent related. Although that is the heaviest accent I've ever heard of from for a New Englander. Yeah. But the other day I was at the game, but I went downstairs early to kind of. Get ready for postgame interview so i'm watching the the broadcast feed and he was drawing up a play there late i think the capture down by a goal he was drawing up a play and the look in his face i mean his eyes were wide and he's chomping on his gum and he's he's looking at everyone in the eye like you got it and i was thinking this is preseason game number one this guy's about <laughs> to like i was waiting for the vein in his forehead to start bulging i love that i love a guy who's is that serious. I mean, that dialed in and that hungry, I mean, this is the preseason, and uh, you probably just found out, you know, um, it's a hard league to get to, and it's a hard league to stay in. And, you know, you want to talk about a guy who's motivated, he's motivated, man. And, uh, it, again, getting back to the personnel, this, this team still has the personnel to have a top 10 penalty kill, even without Carl Hagelin, and, and with an X's and O's mastermind in Allen. I think it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be a strength.
1: See him on TNT. Read him at The Athletic. Joining us all season long, Tark Al-Bashir. Thanks, sir. Anytime, man. Great stuff, as always, from Tark. Appreciate his time with us this week. Coming up on the show tomorrow, mentioned it earlier, Peter Laviolette going to join us. I'll be chatting with him later this morning. We'll have that conversation for you. Coming up tomorrow, we got a busy weekend coming up here, Ben, with Detroit tomorrow, Columbus on Saturday, and we're finally going to get a chance to see some of the varsity, including Alex Ovechkin in all likelihood this weekend.
2: John, when was the last time you did a multi-game NHL preseason road trip? I'm putting you on the spot here. I know your bags are packed.
1: I can remember because I believe it's only happened and I can remember one other time. We had a game five or six years ago in Kansas City, And we flew game day from Dulles to Kansas City, played the game at the sprint center, and then got on the plane and went to Carolina. There was even a day in between. It was actually a two-game, three-day trip, which is a little much. for the Yeah, that's a lot for preseason. We don't need that. This is perfect. Do two. Go take care of it. I like it. Let's uh, go see some of the places we haven't seen for a while. I'm good with it.
2: Enjoy that preseason per diem. Two games and two nights coming up.
1: Yes, Detroit, 730. That's going to be tomorrow night. And then on Saturday night, Nationwide Arena, break out the cannon, or maybe not so much, 7 o'clock, Nationwide Arena. We'll have both of them on Caps Radio 24-7. The Team 980 going to carry the game in Detroit tomorrow. Ben, in the meantime, have yourself a Thursday,
2: will you? Happy Thursday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go!